The Cultural Podcast, episode 51. Listeners, ciao. Thanks for tuning in. Lots to get to this week. Palermo were on the cusp of getting promoted to Serie A and have instead wound up getting relegated to Serie C. So we'll have to break down how the hell that happened. We've also got Conte being linked to Inter. We'll give a breakdown of that situation. We'll give a preview of the Coppa Italia final between Atalanta and Lazio. Uh, Roma topped Juve on the weekend in a huge game atop the uh, Serie A table. Belotti scored a crazy goal for Torino. We'll give a full breakdown of his performance. Mino Raiola was banned by FIFA in uh, a huge development that could have big ramifications for summer transfers going forward. Petania scored another penalty, not a big deal. Uh, and uh, Dragovski apparently has been wearing number 69 for a super long time. We had no idea. We'll look at that situation as well and so much more. So uh, listeners, enjoy this week's episode. We've got a great one lined up for you and we hope you enjoy. Let's go. Però, catenazzo che donna sei. Le donne non mi fido, il corteggiamento è un rito, troppo spesso si finisce, che una donna ti tradisce. E non mi importa se son bionde, non mi importa se son more, a me basta che siano tonde e disposte a far l'amore da bambino. Veramente fui cacciato dalla scuola perché la professoressa mi faceva molto gola quando facevo il militare, poi la moglie del tenente mi faceva le moine di una presa tra la gente, perciò bambina, se sono qui per te stasera, è una fortuna. Andiamo! Let's go, Nick. How you doing, buddy? Doing well, Sam. How you doing? Excellent, 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 excellent. Good to be back. Uh, Sam Adamo coming at you. Listeners, welcome to episode number 51 of the Caltro Podcast. Thanks for joining us again. Nick and I are coming at you solo again this week as Alec continues his excursion in Italy. Very exciting times. He's uh, he's going to be he's gonna be heading to Lecce, in, I, I think, in the coming days. So um, hopefully, hopefully he could have some... Uh, Hopefully you could have some uh, some some cool stuff to I'm I'm, I'm, te- I'm literally texting him some football manager tips as we speak, so I'm gonna have to put that on do not disturb right now. Hopefully he'll still be awake. It's currently it's currently 9 p.m. local time, 3 p.m. <laughs> at 3 p.m. Uh, Pugliese time. So 3 a.m. Th- what did I say? 3 p.m. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> what else would you have said? Th- 3 a- yeah. So it's, it's 3 a.m. in Puglia where he is. So, that sounds like a Drake. It sounds like a Drake song. 3 3 a.m. in Puglia. Something yeah, a really sad song. 3 3 a.m. in Body. That's where he is right now. Um, yeah, man, fucking Ale, Ale rediscovered football manager uh, after after we tried to make it a thing a year ago in our group in that impossible setting where we had a bunch of a bunch of guys who made appearances on the pod. We had Bardetti as part of that group. Ale, you and I were a part of it. Uh, Chris Couchy, yeah, yeah. Chris was Chris made a he made a brief appearance and uh, during our New Year's episode, he's probably very happy right now. He's a, he's probably our he's probably one of our. One of our biggest Liverpool fans that we know, him and him, him and him and Brian, him and Brian Powell, um, I guess Brian, Brian, the little leprechaun. Who, if you're a longtime listener, you'll remember from a year ago as well. But yeah, maybe we can get Chris on to discuss. Uh, I, I don't know how we could tie that to a uh, tie what, to, tie to Calcio or to, to Italian to Italian football somehow. I don't know if we. I don't know. I don't know how we could get the link. Poor guys. He, if, if Liverpool don't win the Champions League now, that's he's probably uh, he's probably really happy right now. What a fucking Champions year. League we saw last week. Tough year. Craziest. Craziest semi-final in, in in years safe to say yep um but anyway yeah ale ale so ale kind of rediscovered football manager after last year's disaster and he's sort of he's sort of getting into he's he's getting he's getting familiar with it again he's reacclimatizing himself to it and he's he's getting in touch with himself you know he's uh his addiction is beginning oh yeah like like he was up until i think 4 a.m last night playing texting us like live we were sending him suggestions he he started a roma career um i think starting in 2017 though because he's on a year old uh, version of football right. manager so he still he, he doesn't quite have the the same squad that they have right now but we were sending him a bunch of suggestions and ultimate bragging rights would be if we actually coordinated like a league and we actually like just us three like a, a podcast league and actually had it work out that would be real bragging rights take just, it down you just heard the pen click take it down that's an idea yeah, right we'll, there. we'll make it to like 10 games and it'll die so we'll do first. We'll do highest up the table in ten games. Like what, what we'd have to do is maybe we can make epic it a, race. Maybe we can make it a summer thing because we like we just we just we don't talk about doing this podcast until we just start doing the pods and then like our brainstorming happens live live during during the recording. Maybe what we could do is we could have like a special uh, and just and and, and 
I don't <laughs> let's know. Let's record like a seven-hour special and just play. Or just or like we could because we have to coordinate it. What we could do is we could only just play. We can only play on pod nights, so we could play for an hour. You're telling me people wouldn't listen then, to that? We'll do a bonus and, hour, and then we could talk about what happened during the pod. Maybe we could do that. That's not a bad idea. But yeah, so uh, I actually so Ali kind of got me on board as well. I started a Napoli career yesterday as well. We'll we'll see how that goes. I'll, I'll, Stay tuned. Uh, hope, hoping, the, hoping, uh, hoping I can have some interesting uh, De Laurenti stories so in, uh, in the, the coming the weeks. The football manager segment is back alive. Yeah. It, it probably made uh, two or three appearances, but now it's going to be uh, revamped. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, I hopefully. could. Hopefully, I could like maybe challenge for for a scudetto by the time. Like, keep in, the storylines in mind too. I'll, try to try to bring something worth talking I'll about. Definitely. Well, I mean, I no one wants to hear about a perfectly ran team. Well, no, I already already have something to talk about. I I. Uh, I tried to sell Pepe Reina, but I tried to do it behind his back, and he was. Uh, so you're you're on a year behind. Too. He was he was yeah I am. So Pepe Reina was so again I'm I'm on the same football manager as Ali was. So it's currently uh, like summer 2017. Pepe Reina still at Napoli, and I tried selling him on the low, but he found out obviously because you can't really do that behind a player's back. Like I I basically offered him to clubs, and when no clubs bit, I had him try to find a club for himself, and he didn't like. Well, that, that gave much. it away. So his 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 morale is like shot to hell, and he's a. He's a highly play, influential, he, very highly influential, and I also I also noticed that Hamsik has like a value, a resale value of like fifty eight million pounds, and I have a budget of like thirteen million. So he's going. So I try. I'm trying though. I, I don't know if I'll be able to salvage it. I put my I put my manager. Fans might kill you. For I that. put my managers being from Naples, so I could just say like it's okay. I'm one of you. I understand. I understand. Like I know what I know. I know what <laughs> I, I know what how I'm it doing. hurts. But uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, so so um, I've been teasing the past couple of weeks about uh, my my trip to Europe with Mango. We will be making a stop in Italy. Unfortunately, we won't be heading north to check out the U21 Euro, but we will be flying direct from Mykonos to Napoli at one point. So we're very fired up about that. Interesting flight. It's, I have no idea the characters that are going to be on that flight. That'll be bring that'll a be book. Bring bring a little black book. Just and just take notes. How many how many people will be on that plane? Like twenty. I have no clue, but, but you can hoping, definitely write a little thing about every single character on that plane. I'm hoping that by the time I get to Naples, maybe I could have like challenged with Napoli for the title. Obviously, I know as a Juve fan that sounds bad, but like it's not fun to be Juve in Serie A in football manager just because like their resources just blow everyone else out of the water. So, I mean, updates coming. You know anyway. what else your plane from Mykonos to Naples could be like? Could either be a very weird set of characters, or it could be like twenty guys like just epically hungover. On a on a flight back to like Napoli, something made I don't know. Maybe they went out for a weekend and they came back. Yeah, how I, unreal would that be? I I well that that's gonna be Mango and I for sure. <laughs> We're gonna be two of those. You'll guys. add the two of the twenty. Anyway, but yeah, um, so yeah, uh, strength strength to Ali. It's currently three thirty a.m. He's still te- three a.m. three thirty a.m. He, he's, he's still he's still he's kicking, still going strong, still texting us. So. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think uh, I really do hope he can he can get out in Lecce and start talking to some old men. He he expressed a little bit of shyness, like he was telling me. Field how he, reporter. He, yeah, he's a, he's a little he's a little he's a little shy to go out and talk to strangers. I'm really encouraging him to do it and just like throw a camera in their face and, or throw a mic in their face and see what happens. Just like hit record and and just and just see see what sound bites he gets. I told him not to worry about the language barrier, to, but to just send anything and everything over that he could because of course Lecce, uh, big news in Serie B. Uh, why don't we start in Serie B um, because. I mean, you know, it's it's sort of it's sort of it's sort of going to be a, a foreshadowing of things to come in Serie A next they're year. They're my hero of the week. I'll get to that right away. Okay, so uh, early hero of the week for Nick yep. is uh, Lecce, I guess. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you want me to? Want me to yeah, we'll, so, we'll go. Yeah, found, yeah we'll, we'll go for it. I was going to get into it. Say. The whole point of it being cool that Alice and Lecce is that they just got promoted uh, as the second team automatically uh, up in Serie A right, next so year. So they're the second team after, after Brescia, Brescia, right? That we mentioned last uh, last week. Um, so I think. I believe that Lecce were actually promoted twice successive, successively, right? So they've done an opposite Leicester. So they were in Serie C two years ago, uh, no, what's, what's or whatever, an, what's, a year what's ago. What's an opposite Leicester? You mean an opposite Sunderland? Sorry, Sunderland, sorry. Yeah, I, I knew something was wrong as soon as I said it, and I kept going. Um, no, so they went from uh, Serie C, which was uh, not this season that just played out, the season before, and then this, uh, this year they beat Spezia 2-1, which secured their uh, seven-year absence from the top flight, so... It's gonna be exciting. They have uh, pretty recognizable jerseys, I would say, for those who've watched Serie A before in the past. The uh, yellow and kinda, red, kind of like Benevento, actually. But well, it's, it's exactly. It's, like it's, 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 it's a little bit better. It's, it's literally the same colors, and Benevento may yet still get promoted. Um, no, we have to ban that. We can't have two teams with the exact same kits in the same division. I can get behind that, even though it, I agree. I, with that. Even though it just happened in Serie B, but. Well, I mean, yeah, but you know, the city has big league, so we 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 
we, we can't we can't have that. Like maybe that maybe that's why. So I think Juve, you were you were very cognizant of that, and that's why they knew that Udinese was in the league, and they already had black and there white, so go. they had to. So they decided to make a, a very mediocre jersey. So they had to they had to kill the black and white stripes, right? Hence why they they released that jersey, which you haven't if you haven't seen yet. Uh, get out! Just just look it up online. It's How everywhere. funny was the report it's, that I it's sent you? It's a half you. black, half white jersey. The pink stripe down the middle. I don't hate the look of it. It's just not very traditional. Yeah. Um, How uh, funny was the article but, that I sent you that it was due to an apparent research report that Americans associated uh, Juventus's white and black stripes with North American sports officials. So I guess like saber uh, saber metrics, man. Hey, the, NHL the, and NFL refs hey, who wear black and white. Hey, the num- the numbers don't lie. If that's think, real, that's absolutely ridiculous. I think even in the NBA they wear they wear black and white stripes. No, they don't. I don't know. It shows how much basketball no, I watch. They don't. I mean, you, I I could get the whole gist of a basketball game if I watch the last two minutes. So I don't. I tend to not watch basketball. Um, but uh, I believe Spezia, who they beat, is actually going to be in the playoff, right? They will, and um, I I think I think we were talking about Benevento potentially coming up. Uh, how about a Stronzo of the week? I'll give it to. I, I, we probably shared here. Well, yeah. So I'll give it to. I'll give it to Zamparini. There you go. The uh, ex, the ex uh, presidente and the owner of yours. of Palermo. Yeah. So we were talking about pulling a Sunderland, um, right? Which is, of course, two successive relegations. As uh, as you you know, because we we were talking about Sunderland, Sunderland till I die, the documentary on Netflix last week, and um, y- y- you know, it's 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 something that. That, that you tend not to see very often because obviously when you come down from the, the top division you're expected to compete right away and get right back up not do what Sunderland did last year in the in the championship and get relegated down to the third division where they remain to this day likewise it's, it's interesting though because just a little yeah. side note most of the time you don't you don't often see teams get re- relegated and then promoted in the successive year right they never like really come back right I'd away say, I'd say I'd say it either happens that way or you wind up going into a spiral like you either come back down you're clearly above the competition yeah. the, re- the, the level of competition the league below if you could hold on to some of your players and you come right back up or can at least compete it does happen often but I think it's about 50-50 where sometimes if it doesn't work you know, you want to look at the bottom of Serie B, Carpi, who were in Serie A for like a year or yep, two, a couple years one. back. They're more than two. I think they're dead last right now. That's where Kevin Lasagna the, came the, from. The one that I, the one that stands out to me the most is actually Crotone. They're like they're just under mid table, and they were a team that uh, got relegated last year, but two years ago, many people could remember their like epic survival. Yeah. I remember now, Crotone, Crotone are currently the second best team in Calabria. After Cosenza, who are right above them. Thank you very much. Three points. Thank more. you very much. I'm I I'm I'm very 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 aware of what the table's looking right now is looking like right now because of because I was just I was just studying it all day because I because I heard the Palermo report and I was like what the fuck how how could this be and I, I sort of looked at the complexities of the table and just sort of realized how ridiculous it is that they're in the position that they're in right now because again. Um, I never really got to the the point, but they they pulled a reverse, they pulled a reverse. Um, Sunderland. Well, but wait, not really wait, because wait, they've no, been in the no. Serie B for. Or, uh, I guess a, a reverse Lecce. Well, oh no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what they, am I saying? They 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 pulled they pulled the Sunderland they pulled the Sunderland where you just they, put us in a mental pretzel. So where they they got relegated from Serie A to Serie B last year, I think. Palermo. Actually, no, no they were in Serie they were B. Not, they yeah, were in they Serie were B two years ago. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, they're down in Serie C now. They got relegated. However, um, it wasn't your typical um, relegation where you know you you finish in the bottom three and you go down and whatever. Palermo have actually had a tremendous season, and in fact, Lecce only only just beat them uh, to automatic promotion this weekend. By this three weekend points. Past. Yeah. Three so, points. you know, how does this happen? You may ask. Well, how else, right? How else in Italy? Uh, well, Zamparini, the owner, financial issues. What else is new? Eh, bada bing, bada bang, bada boom. You're in Serie C. There you go, relegation. Um, honestly, could have been worse. Uh, we we've seen worse. We we've seen Serie D. We've seen like kicked out of the professional leagues altogether. Um, you know, they, they, they could have Parma'd. They didn't Parma, uh, despite the fact that Zamparini for quite some time, I think for, for a couple of years, was trying to uh, secure an owner. There was that crazy guy, Paul Bacalini, that American guy who got the club's crest tattooed over his nipple. Um, and that's when it looked like they had turned a corner. But nope, unfortunately not. Uh, it, it, so look, I got, the so, article, I got the article here. Yeah. It's not abundantly clear what exactly led them to being relegated but all i know is that it is basically an figc sanction because of quote financial irregularities yeah so in this reuters article i have it's administrative irregularities but obviously it has something to do with financials and whatnot here's what here's what really gets to me here's what really gets to me here i get that we have 
an infrastructure and we have rules. This this okay. We 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 clown around a lot here, but this is this is this is this is like this is like serious 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 cultural talk here. Okay, I think it's a little bit fucked up that because of bad owners, you can get relegated. Now, obviously, I I, I get it. Okay, it's the the, the and not it, even it's current, almost, it's, not it's, even it's current. A, it's, a, right? it's a punishment to the owner. But here here's the thing. Not even current owner. Well, right, like. In theory, you would think that it makes more sense to go after the individual responsible for it rather than punish a whole team that has not succeeded on a sporting level. You know, uh, I, I guess I can make that case about I can make that case about Juve in 2006 in Caltropoli and mm-hmm. say why not just go after Moji and why fought, why you know why why uh, you know why relegate Juve entirely? Well, Although that, that's a bit of a different argument because you could argue you could argue that the on that the on pitch results were swayed by the issue. That that's that's with, content that's contentious if you ask a Juve fan. But let's without getting too businessy. It's sh- it's the whole it's the whole uh, idea of like the corporate veil, right? It's 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 the the entity that's responsible. It's not the person behind it. Oh, so, so why do the players? I'm, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying I agree with it. Like, uh, like on like a on like a. Uh, an ethical standpoint or anything like that. I'm just saying yeah. that's probably why you can't go after the guy because it was the club that was operating. Right? What I'm saying is you can go after the guy. Like, listen, if you were like, you might legally not be able to. Well, I don't know. I know if you were, if, if, if we're doing like the listen, ethical argument, like I completely agree with you. It's you, shitty that you can't go after the guy and, you have, you, and bro, like the current players and the current fans have to, if you work for suffer. a bank, okay, you're not protected by the veil of the institution where if you make a fuck up or if you turn a blind eye, to like money laundering, you, okay, you, okay, you, money can come yeah, after yeah, yeah. you. No, but okay, it's true, fine. right? Okay, so, but that's money, I, I, money laundering, and I don't know what administrative irregularities that, are. Was it just like incompetent well, management, the, or were they doing? These like are the vagaries things. of the situation here right now, as it stands. Because those are two different things. So, so yeah, look, the thing is, Damparini is basically is basically you could probably say the one who ultimately this could be traced back to and be the one held accountable for this. Oh yeah. Although he, he'll probably refute those claims, knowing him. Uh, character that he is. If you don't know him, I mean, if you're not familiar with him, obviously he's he, he he's just he's certifiably nuts. Like he comes out and makes comments about. He's probably up there with Ferrero, the uh, the Italian Richard Branson who owns uh, um, a movie Sa- production company, who, who owns Sampdoria, and De Laurentiis, who is like a little bit more of a refined, like. I, I guess a, refi- a more a more refined Ferrero because Ferrero is a junkyard. Because De fam- yeah, because De Laurentiis' family had money before him, and he was you know part of part of italian cinema and such but look i i just think that zamparini like or at least some individuals can be used as sacrificial lambs here like 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 what is it was it so bad that you have to actually punish the whole club the city which by the way is, is the fifth biggest city in italy okay it's a huge city one of the biggest one of the biggest cities in the south of italy it's a huge club an iconic club look if they go down, if oh, they had gone down for sporting reasons because of poor management and they didn't have the ability to buy good players or whatever this is fucked up though because they were they were going they were probably they were probably going to get promoted or at least have a chance to yeah that's we don't want to say probably but the playoffs they, they would have had fuck. a good chance Listen, good Benevent, chance. Benevento could have gotten promoted too uh, i mean there the, 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 there are a lot of other good teams Pescara there are a lot of really good teams you know, by really good you know even Hellas Verona who came down from last year there are a lot of like solid teams by Serie B standards who could maybe compete in Serie A who would have challenged them, but I still think that you, you have to look at it as being a little bit fucked up. And y- y- I don't know. It just doesn't seem fair. So, uh, Strons of the Week to Zamparini. Uh, we'll keep an eye on the Palermo situation, I guess. I'm, I'm fully behind them at this point. So, um, I hope the appeal, because they launched an appeal. I hope, yeah, the, they, I, ho- yeah. I hope the appeal They will. Does. I don't know if they did, but they will. I, I heard they did or they will, I guess. Yeah, I, all I know is I hope it, I hope it bears fruit. Apparently, they're going to continue on with the playoff as is. So, I don't know if that means that... No, Palermo's I believe Perugia ex- took, took a spot. Well, right, but I think so. Everyone would everyone would just move up one spot, and then Perugia would be the ninth. Team yeah, or the eighth so like team Venezia are mathematically safe now because they were they were at risk of right. So the then, so then, yes, yeah, so you have to just imagine the whole table moving up by one, as if those eighteen teams. Fucking mess, man. Honestly, the or FI- wait, or do they? Ca- yeah, they. So they would count as one of the regular. Oh, they're more in last teams. place. They're in last place right now. They yeah, just, yeah, they just okay. got. Like, they, it's they not just, like an automatic relegation. They just slot them in last. They're slotting it. They're yeah. slotted in last yeah, place. Yeah. So everybody gets bumped up. Yeah. So. I mean, if, I don't know if I don't know if appealing the decision will mean they get to participate or not. Fuck, fuck situation either way. That would be weird because imagine like they did get promoted, but then they lose the appeal. Like, what would happen? Would they have to replay a playoff? Would oh, they, man. Imagine. I really hope that happens. That'd be un, that'd be crazy. I really hope that happens. Then we could have we could have like football. We could have Calcio in like July, and it'd be like the 2018-19 season. It'd be the 2018-19 season. The players would go on holiday for two weeks. They'd come back, and then like five days later, their season would start. It's nuts. Um, hey, wait, I have um, okay. I so. have a perfect segue 
to my random bio right now. Perfect segue. Okay, let's so hear it. The, re- the reason why I chose him was because of uh, Palermo in the news, because he's the first team I associate with Palermo. Uh, Sorry, like when I think of him, Palermo's the first team I associate. Oh, wait, wait. Are you, are it's you, not the you, other way around. Sh- like, sh- I don't sh- say he's the guy. Nick, that Nick, Nick, be quiet for a second. Are you going to say Fabrizio Micoli? No, because oh, that was fuck. too obvious. No, fuck, too... I was going to lose my. No, I was, no, no. was going to say earlier, like, odds that odds that Lecce bring Fabrizio Micoli out of retirement. Or that Fabrizio <laughs> Micoli tries to come out of retirement to lace up for Lecce this year. I'd have it as, like, maybe 10 to 1. Like uh, a lot Sam, higher than Sam, that. Sam's betting it. But I, I think maybe there's, like, a 10 to 1 chance that he decides he'll shed. He'll shed. He, he he's a real he was a, he was big when he played. He's put yeah, on a lot of weight thick. now. He's 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 huge. I've seen him, but I think maybe maybe he'll try to he'll try to shed like four 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 pounds and claim claim that he went on a diet. He'll he'll, he'll pull a casa- no focaccia he'll he'll pull, he'll pull a Casano yeah, yeah exactly and cut focaccia out of his diet and um, you know <laughs> he he'll lose be, twelve pounds. He'll be, Bro, how he'll much be back better than ever? Side, how much focaccia do you have to be eating for just removing that from your diet, allowing you to lose twelve pounds? That's got to be an urban myth. I know it was just it was one. Does that guy. mean he was eating twelve pounds of focaccia a day? Science, bro. I don't, I don't he think stopped it. eating 12 pounds of focaccia. He uh, weighs 12 pounds less. I don't think it works Science. that way. I, I think it takes a little more time than that. We're uh, little, over time. Over let, time. Let's, okay, let's, so let's, let's, stick to be, let's stick to being cortisone guys, not uh, not not weight loss guys. We're, <laughs> we're, we're cortisone guys. Pro cortisone. Okay, so um, uh, Mikoli was an option, but I was like, no, it's too obvious. It's not as funny. Okay. It's not as fun. Whatever. Okay. okay. So um, his name is uh, Balzaretti. Federico oh, wow. Balzaretti. Um, whenever I think of Palermo, he's one of the players that I think of first for some reason. Definitely not because of his quality. Uh, maybe whoa, maybe, whoa, maybe whoa. it's those ugly sideburns and that uh, stupid pony. He had, he had quality. It was just you know it was very it was he was I mean, he had the, mediocre okay, quality. Lo, low hanging fruit here, but he had that like Fabio Grosso quality to him. Obviously low hanging fruit because they left played back. They, because yeah left footed left footed left backs that played Juventus, for that played for Italy that that played for Juve that played for Palermo and that played a role in a major tournament and surprised everybody. So yeah, very low hanging fruit there. Pretty much any time there's a there's a left back that fills in. Uh, like sort of sort of mediocre role. Yeah. I automatically like default to thinking Fabio Grosso, but yeah, Balzaretti, good call. And fun fun little you, fact: ra- raised raised by Juve, I think, right? So yes, yes. Uh, no, actually Torino, Ooh. Torino, and then I, he, I played, he played he played almost a hundred games in Torino. And I knew then he that. Went to Juventus, I, I actually which is knew, ultimate. I knew that. They probably hate him over there. I knew that. I actually knew that. They probably fucking hate him anyway. Um, he's from Turin. He played in the uh, yes. He's born in Turin. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, he played. With Palermo in the Europa League, which I actually forgot. I forgot that they even played in the Europa League. It was in 20, um, 2010 or 11. I believe this 20, is 2010 or 11. I think, no, no, I believe it was, yeah, 29 actually. I think it was like 29. 2009, 10? Yeah, around okay. there. Okay. And then uh, consequentially, that year after, in 2010, he got called up to the Italian national team. And then in the 2012 Euro, I believe, is when he, he got most star- of his. He was our starting left back. He got man. most of his. Uh, yeah, exactly. He actually started at right back, I think, in the game against Germany when Balotelli scored those two goals because Chiellini was moved out to left back. And then sadly, I believe right after that, he got like a, a decent transfer to Roma, but he got injured like. God knows how many times, yeah. and that was pretty much the end of him. Isn't he? A, he's a director there now, right? Wouldn't be shocked with the way they're going. He's a Roma director. Yeah, I think he's a Roma director. Well, I don't know. Wouldn't he, be shocked. He, he, well, I mean, I don't know. You're implying he's stupid, like just because just because he has just because he has sideburns and a ponytail, yep. and looks like a banter player, because yeah. and he has a funny name. It doesn't mean that he's doesn't mean he's stupid. And that I'll he doesn't my, know a I'll good take player. My, I'll take my chances. Um, shout out to my yeah, brother. He's, uh, sorry, he's working uh, in management. Okay, in management. Okay, okay. Like uh, like like Tony Soprano. Under he, the, he's yeah. work he's working in the he's working in uh, waste waste uh, waste management. I'm working in waste management. <laughs> um, he's working under the sporting director apparently. Shout so out, maybe he's yeah. behind the transfer of Robin Olsen. Shout out to my brother who every time he used to hear me playing FIFA and would hear Balzaretti's name, he would be like, "Why is it?" Or like, I might have been either FIFA 12 or 13, or it might have been alternatively me watching an Italy game in which Balzaretti, Balzaretti was playing, and every time the commentator would say Balzaretti. My brother would say, "Why does he keep saying that the balls are ready?" My brother was like, like maybe maybe eleven years old, whatever. Like, I don't know. Like he, he, I don't know. Top. He's only thirty-seven Bal- years old. Balzaretti. Bal- Balzaretti. Balzaretti. Nah, I, I got it. I don't know. Like, you know, my, my, my just for, for the record, my, my my brother's not a my brother's not a cultural guy. So so here, he, I, I like to always read these with some certain players, especially like very obscure ones. The style of play paragraph on Wikipedia. Okay, I love yeah. it. So not 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 everyone get not everyone has those. But most, it's funny when like a, a shit player does, you know. So style of play. I think Batania might have one. An offensive-minded I mean, left-sided mm-hmm. fullback who mm-hmm. is also mm-hmm. capable of playing as a winger, wingback, or a wide midfielder. 
Balzaretti's main attributes were his pace, mm-hmm. stamina, and crossing ability. Like, okay. sounds like it's taken out of, if you were to Google, what does a good left back have? And mm-hmm. some guy just mm-hmm. put it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a tactically versatile player. He was also capable of playing on the right side of the pitch. Okay. Done. That's okay. it. Okay, there we go. Just like in, just like against Germany, uh, can he's, confirm. He's, he's also married to. Sorry, last thing. A ballerina, right? Yeah, yeah. I fucking knew that. <laughs> I'm, I don't fuck with me. Uh, he has a child with uh, with a, another. Abagnato, ch- I believe her name is. Yeah, like he that. has a, he has a child from a previous marriage, if I'm not mistaken, right? I know Wikipedia. I know Italian. I don't know. That I, I don't know. I know Italian. Yeah, two, two. I know Italian Wikipedia. I know Italian players on Wikipedia's pages so well. Don't fuck with. I just retain that information. It's nuts. Um, can com- I can confirm that Petania does not have a style of play page on his weekend? Maybe you so have to create it. I would be the guy to do it, wouldn't I? Thing is, though, you need citations. So, well, the citation would be the cultural podcast. I'll just cite the cultural. <laughs> I'll cite the cultural podcast. Just write a blog, write a tweet, and use that as the citation. There we go. I'm already on it. Uh, okay. Uh, hero, hero of the week is Petania. Actually, he scored another pen for uh, for Spal as uh, they lost to Napoli two to one or pen one to time, two. Yeah. I'm not sure how I'm supposed to read that. If they lost to Napoli one to two, anyway, whatever. Napoli two, Spal one, Petania penalty. Um, Just call him Pentania from now on. So yeah, uh, Napoli two, Pentania one, and he has now overtaken Christoph Piontek by one in our in our cultural podcast race the for who is going to score more goals from. Uh, Piatek signing for Milan till the end of the season. And let me let me reiterate something. Just, just let me, no, let me reiterate, re- reiterate something. It's a, it's more a race against yourself. It's not really against me because you were trying to cover your L that you took in the first half of the season, which was Piontek was going to be the the. Uh, Capo 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 he was going to be the leading so scorer. like it might be Quagliarella now, unless right? Ronaldo could have a, a so this crazy is a, I just last two games here. Emphasize: this is a race against yourself. You're just trying to cover a lost bet. I think, I think, it 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 reflects great on me if he does wind up going on to do it because everyone said I was nuts, and I, I had the foresight to fucking see this man. You all thought I was nuts. You, you knew you had inside got, sources. He was going to take all the penalties. He's got fifteen. I believe he switched over to penalty duty like almost as soon as you. Uh, Made that wild claim. He, he, I think he has scored like four penalties since then. So, yeah, four um, out I think, of fourteen. Yeah, yeah. So oh. I, I think, I think, I think, f- I think one out of three goals he scored have been pens, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Maybe more. And that even. leads me to another point of discussion has, that I that I brought up yeah. in the, in the, in our group chat. How many fucking penalties does Spal win? It just feel is it because I'm following this that I that I'm just recognizing. I'm just. I see that they're getting penalties, or do they just like, earn penalties at an alarming rate? So I I watch Juve every week, and I don't think Juve have had as many penalties as Spal have. I don't even know. Ah, if they've had man, many, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think. Know about that. I think. I think. I, I can't. I can't think of that many penalties that we've had. It feels like maybe again because I'm that. I'm super woke to this Petania thing now. Maybe the fix isn't out on Juve. Maybe the fix is out on Spal. For all we know, I don't know. Maybe I just fucking. Maybe I am like Buchano Moji, and you don't even realize it, and I've. I've got a hand in the game, and I've been talking to refs all, all this time, the past couple of weeks, saying, hey, Spal, you got to give him a penalty. Let's go. Doing whatever I have to do to make it happen. I'm not saying that, but, you know, you, 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 you never know. Um, as Nick holds the fake news button ready for the pressing. But um, I don't know, man. Look, on a serious note, 15 goals, 23 years old, turning 24. Has another couple of years before he even hits his prime. I'd throw him in. I'd call him up for the Azzurri. I would. I don't know that he'd start. I, 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 I'll retract I know he won't start. Yeah, but, I was, I was, but but I was, he, I was waiting to jump here. What the fuck is Immobile done? You know, like oh like oh oh, oh uh, we, we agree on like, that. Like, we, call, no, no, look, we look, agree look. on that. I'm look, not, look. I'm not. Obviously, someone has to get out for someone to get in. Look, so so our he look. I, I mean, our hero in our Sonzo section is a bit of a mess this week. But like, let, let's agree. Balotelli probably gets in uh, before Petania for me. I I even think Belotti gets back in. Before Petania, which leads me to another thing. Because of one goal. No, no, because of no. So hero of the week is is, is Belotti for me. Another one I have is uh, is Andrea Belotti. Um, I believe he's captain of Torino at yes, the moment. Yes, he is. Yeah, he, he is. is. So he. Let's be clear. Torino are still in the fight for top four. It's going to be a little bit tough for them to get in at this point because they are, uh, they are still five points back of Atalanta. So Atalanta have to lose to Juve and drop points in their last game. Uh, in order for Torino to even think about getting in and usurping them, one of my favorite words, usurp, usurp. Sorry, <clears throat> my voice isn't high enough. I was trying to, I was trying to Cardi B there, but um, anyway, look at the time at the time of the game. Anyway, it was it was it was earlier in the weekend. I believe it was 
It was Saturday. No, yeah, it was Saturday. I think it was Saturday or Sunday. When the fuck? <laughs> when, when, when the fuck? You are very prepared. When, when did the fuck? No, it was sorry. So it was it was it was early because it was so early on Sunday that I wasn't sure if it was Saturday or early early Sunday. But I actually woke up and saw saw it the, the end first of this game. game. It was the first game on. Yeah, Sunday. it was. It was at six thirty our time. But I actually got up and saw the end of this game against Sassuolo, and it was nuts yeah. because Sassuolo were up two one with like ten minutes left. And, and I know I, and, I I was following on my phone actually. I, I my and, phone was blowing up because three goals may have happened in what the span of five minutes. So I don't know what yeah, it was. So, so shout out to Zadza and Belotti back to back in the. Two minutes, in the, two yeah, minutes. like like in the 80th and 82nd minute, I think it was it was it was like a minute or two apart. With 10 minutes left, they both scored to tie the game and take the lead. So good for them. Belotti was the second of the game. He scored a crazy scissor kick in this game. So I don't know, just putting the team on his back. I believe he actually the missed a penalty at the beginning of the game too. So I mean, just so could have had a hat trick. Just I, I I love the mental resilience, and I think at this point, you know, you you could probably give him, you could probably get him back into the Azzurri. I don't see why not at this point. Like if he if he has another couple of strong games from now until the end of the year, you want to take the guy who's hot. Mancini has always said that he'll take whoever uh, whoever's playing well, not based on name. So I think you probably get him back in. He I think he kind of like Balotelli is someone who he's been waiting to see a little bit more from. And he's been using him pretty sparingly since he took over, um, but for a time he was he was a mainstay in the squad, and you know he was linked he was linked away to Milan and to teams in England for like a hundred million. So I like to see him do well all the time. And you know I've been for all the praise I've been giving to Itzo, maybe it's time I give it to somebody else at, at, at Torino. So I was happy to see that anyway, just because it was it was a big game for them, and obviously no other games had happened at that point on Sunday. So you know Torino or and Belotti couldn't have possibly known that. You know, all the other results would fall in the way they did. Because what, what other games were there on Sunday? I know Inter only played uh, Kievo today on Monday and beat them. Yep. No shock. In, and in the, post ma- in the post-match, uh, I believe Spalletti addressed the Conte to Inter rumors as they must know something, as, the, in, as in the reporters must know something that he or the club doesn't. I can't wait for Spalletti. And I, think to he, get, I think he called them insulte, actually, too. I can't wait for, uh, for Spalletti to get uh, Louis van Hald. And just uh, just like go just like go out and like after at the end of the at the end of the season he'll interview like he'll be mid interview and they'll be interviewing him um, about you know the the season he'll be talking about how it was a bit disappointing about how proud he is that they got in the top four and then he'd like leave the presser and find out that he got sacked just like Louis Van Gaal did after winning the FA Cup for uh, Mourinho which didn't work out. Um, I think I just complete uh, veer here. I think I may have just read the best transfer rumor headline in my life okay let's hear it not even a rumor. actually no sorry it's not it's not a rumor it's uh just a story so here we go (laughs) domenico berardi admits liverpool would be his ideal club okay and then in brackets despite complete lack of links (laughs) (laughs) okay it's okay. like saying my my I, my I, ideal, I admit that my, my ideal my job ideal would be a, a millionaire CEO where I did no work. My ideal club is uh, my ideal club is 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 Juve, um, but not only Juve, Juve in two years as as Champions League winners as me and me coming in as a record signing that 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 that's that's my dream, uh, despite no links. So complete yeah. lack of yeah. links. Yeah, me joining Juve at 24 years old as a cha- on the back of this a Champions League. That, that, so that, that that's my dream transfer. Uh, this l- is listen, listeners, this get is at us. What, what is what is your dream? Tra- what what is your dream transfer? Fucking, I don't know. Get at us in the comments below or, or tweet at us. I don't I don't fucking know. Just that's that's nuts. And who, who, he who, got who, quoted who, saying, who "Being able that? to choose where I go next, I would play in Liverpool." Like he just said it. I don't even think he could choose where he wanted to go next. In there's Emil- no demand for in, you, buddy. In, in Emilia Romagna, I don't even know if Bologna would take him at this point. The way he, the way they've been playing without him, that's an interesting one. That's one I've never heard before. Thanks for sharing. Hilarious. Okay, um, why don't we talk about uh, one of the other big games in the weekend? Um, we we're talking we we're talking about the we we're talking about Torino and the Granata. Well, why don't we look at the other side of Torino? Uh, as Juve traveled to the Stadio Olimpico and lost two 0 to Roma. Um, I have I have sort of a sort of a question for you that I know I think I kind of know where you're gonna go with this anyway but you know uh, and I know I'm the Juve fan here who's supposed to have a take on the game but I want to be the one asking you the questions here because obviously Juve Juve losing is in a huge deal uh, you know they may yet lose again to Atalanta next week 
I, Ronaldo obviously wants to get the Capo Canoniere, unlikely as that may be at this point, but it feels like the rest of the team are sort of moonwalking into the rest of the season, or into the end of the season, I should say. You blame them? And I was going to say, and why wouldn't they, right? They won the title. It's nothing to play for. They, they, they won the title in, in January, right? Mathematically, they've been champions for a couple of weeks now. So is it really a shock? No. no. Roma were very hungry. They were playing at home. It was nil-nil going into halftime. So coming out of the dugout, I mean, they, they, the Olympico was jumping. So Jekko, Jekko, uh, Jekko, I think he set up Florenzi's goal. Yep, he did. Which was beautiful a, night, chip. a beautiful chip by Florenzi. He's known to do that rant. Like, I wonder how many of those he's had. Most of his goals, I feel like, are just he kind of coasts in. And uh, dink, dink, a little finish. Um, so n- nice to see him get on the score sheet. He's someone who you, you have trouble to, I mean, hate as a neutral. Like, yeah. I'd even or I'd even I just, say I, I hate, I'd even say you, that was the one thing hard, I hate is the fact that he he's playing as a right back. That's the one thing I hate. I hate that he's playing so well as a right back and wonder how the hell he'd be doing as a like right center mid. Uh, and I I'm still waiting for someone to have the balls to play him there uh, because obviously like we we've said this about Florida did he not before, get a, did he not he's a victim a, of his own versatility you know no but I I I remember him starting in the midfield for. Italy not too long ago. I, I think in the Euro in 2016, he may have, or I don't know. Maybe even Ventura. been a Ventura squad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling you, I remember. I, I, I do remember. Like, But it's definitely not somewhere where you consistently see him as a no, mainstay. No, no, no. It was kind of like, a, oh, I think, wow, I think, he's yeah, actually playing. I actually think mid. he could be a mainstay there. I'm just saying I, it's not something that you can expect any manager to do right now based on how he plays as a right back. But anyway, Jekyll got a, got a goal like late, 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 late in the game. Ice the cake. Juve did not have much going forward. And I have to say, I have to say though, we could have taken a, like a one or two goal lead earlier in the, earlier in the game. Uh, Dybala, who really needs a goal, had a fucking great shot. Saved by an even better save by Mirante. Holy fuck. You know, Roma have, Roma have been linked to Cranio for a while. Another, I mean, I, another I, underwhelming. I, I still... No, well, like, that'd be, be good. Like, I think he's, he's like he a step up on Olsen. Like, you know, <laughs> he's youngish. He could be there. He could be there for five years. But, like... It's not setting the bar too high there, so... Well, he's not Allison, but he's had a very good season for Cagliari. Uh, you know, he, he is he is one of the... T- you could argue he's one of the top three best Italian keepers right now. No, I mean, cert- well, not. Well, Man- well Roberto Mancini would certainly argue that because he includes him. He, he, has, been, he's, he has been including him in his squads. Okay, Salvatore but, Sirigu was the third but, best Italian... Well, Marchetti was the third best Italian but, goalkeeper. But the, but the, the, the point is... He, yeah, I'm, not saying, I'm not shitting I on do, him. I'm I just don't saying think, that he's, okay, not, he's okay, not a Roma okay, goalkeeper. Okay. He's not... He's not well, he's to, well, neither he, is Robin he may, Olsen. He may well be, and I don't think it's a terrible move. But what I'm saying is, like, I don't, I don't know the... Ex- I don't have the exact figure in front of me right now, but I'm I I don't know how much they'd spend on him. But the way Mirante is playing right now, I wouldn't. No, 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 no. no, no I wouldn't replace him. No, like, no, no. Here's if it wasn't Antonio Sam. Mirante, who's how old? 30, 35. 35 years old, and who hasn't Please, been a bit Sam. of a journeyman the past couple of years, and who hasn't been who wasn't supposed to be a backup. If he was like a twenty-one-year-old kid coming through the okay, right. I'm just if saying. If he had a vagina, it'd be a woman. Like, it's irrelevant. Well, we don't know that right now. You can't assume that anymore. You're fair. Shame on you. Actually, okay. good, yeah, good, good, that, good, good, that, good. I'm, so, I'm, good, I guess good. that, I guess that good, the good. euphemism doesn't. Uh, thank, 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 thank God I caught you in that one. Okay, good. We, 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 we definitely don't want to offend I guess anyone. that saying doesn't really work anymore. I got you. It's okay. I got your back. I got your back. Stay woke. Stay woke. Um. Anyway, I don't know. Mirante had a crazy save. But look, the question I wanted to ask you was... So How Deba- much they would buy for Cranio? Is that what you're saying? No. My question was, what do you what do you make of the Dybala situation right now as a non-UF fan? Because I know what I make of the situation, and you're not going to like it. My, what I make of it is... You're going to say sell him. No, I don't want to. I don't I don't want to. Like, By the way, I, uh, I on transfermarket.com or .co.uk, they have Cranio as... Uh, he's worth uh, 13.5 million pounds. Okay. So. As okay. of May uh, or March, so they'd probably 1st, buy him. So they'd probably buy him for 20, 20 million euros, probably what I guess. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the links. I, that, that, listen, that, I don't know. It could be more, could be less. Again, I don't have the figure in front of me. I totally forgot. Okay, so the the Dybala situation. Like like selling him makes sense at this point. It has to be said. But Navdeski has kind of cemented his spot a little bit more on the right hand side. He seems to play a little bit more with Ronaldo, even Douglas Costa. Like he does, he doesn't sort of drift out of games when he does come in. I, I don't know. Ronaldo's not going anywhere. Four three three is the way to go. And it's like Dybala just doesn't suit that right now. I don't hate him. I don't resent him. I love him actually, and I love the years of service he's given us. But I don't know that like I don't agree with you, man. He's a he's a luxury sub right now. No, but I, I don't dude, know. come on. The guy, the guy, I'm has not saying been sell. Double, he's been a double digit scorer no, listen, for I don't, four I, years. I just want to say I don't for four years. No, look, I do not want to sell him 
But I'm saying if they want, if someone wanted to, if the directorship wanted to, if Paratici wanted to, I would understand why. It would make sense. I would also understand why Agnelli wouldn't want to. He has 30 million followers on Instagram. He is and the dude, he's good. It's not, even, the, it's not, it's not like, even just the off-field stuff. Like he is good. He's 25. It's just like you know. This is also the least amount of starts and total appearances, if you want to count off the bench yeah. too, that he's made in the last four years. I know, but the point isn't that he's been underperforming. The point is that he's been underused and that he hasn't and really in the wrong stuff. place. And and dude, someone could just have a shit year. Like it's not yeah. like he is a Messi or Ronaldo, right? It's not like the guy needs to perform at like I hope he stays plus. I hope he stays I really I, listen, maybe he's I, just it's impossible not to love him I just maybe is, uh, don't maybe, we don't think, know there's, there's too much I don't I, know if he will I don't know if he will I don't know if he will the reason why I give him the benefit of the doubt is because we've seen what ha- what's happened in the past four years and I know that like you know past results are not indicative of future performance but uh He's only twenty five. Only he's turning twenty six this year. He should know? be in his prime. I don't think we it, can call him the young player. Not, he's in his, he's it a wouldn't player. Be, it wouldn't be logical to assume that it's like okay, you know, he's overrated. He's no, done. he's not. He, no. He's the player in his prime. I get it. But like, look, I, I think play him as a number ten, man. Well, That's it. Y- you know, I, play, I believe he played as a nine this if, weekend. He played Alleg- as striker, right? If Allegri, won- why doesn't? Uh, yeah, no, I get. Look, I I agree with you. He I, he reminds me a little bit of Aguero. I just think that his size um, is. I think his size works to his detriment, but not actually in real terms on the field, but in terms of how people perceive him. So because he's five ten. So because yeah, five nine maybe. Yeah, okay, what's Aguero? I I don't you probably know I, same thing. Probably similar. I think Dybala might be five eight. Look it up and correct me. But I think Dybala is a lot stock. Dybala is a lot less stocky than Aguero. Aguero is five foot eight. I believe Dybala is five foot ten. There's no way now, Dybala now is we're, taller than Aguero. Whatever. We're getting look, look at look it up because I'm curious now. I wish Ali were here right now because he'd be all over this, but. Iguaro's, uh, Iguaro, I almost fucking tried. Iguaro, <laughs> it's a it's a mix of Dybala, Higuain, and Aguero. Dybala is five foot ten. Oh, holy fuck! I don't know if I believe. Well, that's nuts. Anyway, I just think because he's, you know what it is? Ah, I got it. It's because he can't grow facial hair. He looks like a boy. So he, you don't think of him as someone who could start as a striker, as a big bruising solo number nine. But in reality, when we've seen him play as a striker, it does suit him. He's more of a striker, I'd say, than a winger. He he's tries just, to more dr- of a central he tries, player. Yeah, he tries compensating, but he tries compensating for the fact that he plays as a wing and he doesn't get the ball as much by coming into the midfield. Then he comes out of the play a little bit. So I, I think he likes I, to play centrally. Yeah. So I don't know that. I don't know that. Yeah, like I, we've seen Bernardeschi do that as well, but I think it, it just suits him more. It's weird. Like the Bala style isn't picking up the ball and running with it. That's Bernardeschi style. It's not Dybala style. I think Dybala is someone you want to kind of pick up the ball. I'd almost maybe play him as a sort of false nine. Again, that's going to sound a little fucked up, right? Because, I mean, two reasons. One, anytime, anytime you want to sound tactically smart, you just say, oh, play a false yeah, nine. Yeah, 100%. But, but, I, but what I mean by that is... 100%. But, like, I don't think he'd be your traditional, like, go-to target man. But he could be a guy who plays centrally, who drops a little bit deeper. Because where he when he gets the ball in that bread basket atop the box is when he's most lethal. So I I think listen if you're like so if I'm just an idiot who was able to think of this on the fly and just kind of independently on my own when I watch games and I'm scratching my head thinking what the fuck do we make of this guy you have to think that Allegri who's somebody who's paid to do that well, shit. Well, no kidding. Sam, like, haven't like, we spoken about this like even with like uh, Gattuso before? I think I think if you're Allegri, you say, listen, He obviously, so what it you comes down to is you have to assume that he is thinking what you're thinking and that it's not or, right. Well, maybe maybe you say this. Look, Allegri probably wants the best and deepest squad available and I'm sure he loves having Dybala. I don't think he views Dybala, I don't think he resents him in any way, shape or form or views him as a negative. I think managing the the like the social aspect of it is a little bit tedious because you know well whatever people people get pissed off because he's so talented and because he was the man before Ronaldo arrived and I get it but I I still think that like uh, fundamentally he cannot hate having him in the team he probably likes him and wants to keep him around but I think but people believe their relationship's not good right well you you say that maybe I'm not saying it I'm not saying it is like the public perceives that to be maybe it isn't why would Dybala love the fact that Allegri doesn't play him and he's shown some body language where he's been subbed off early where he hasn't been but you know if he has the self-awareness to understand like the situation Dybala probably feels like you know, maybe I don't. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's like anyone else, and that being in that like, situation would be affects his confidence. Like, would maybe you be surprised does. if but, Allegri got sacked, a new manager comes in, and then DiBala scores like twenty goals next year? Like, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't be surprised you know? either. Like, it's. I, I gotta, wouldn't be surprised either. But you know, it could be that it's come down to that point. Maybe like we don't we don't know. We're just assuming. But I don't, I don't like, think Allegri needs. It doesn't to leave. seem like too far of a stretch 
that you know maybe his relationship with Allegri's gotten to a point where it's like he has so much pressure on him. I'm not going to be in the team, like uh, whatever. I don't. I, I have to, every every little mistake is uh, amplified in his eyes. So maybe he tries trying too hard. Who yeah. knows? And maybe uh, it's just not a result of maybe uh, look bad relationship. Uh, Who knows? Personally, I'm at a point now where if you ask me, Sam, what's best case scenario for you next season? You could have anyone in the world. Who would you have? I don't know that I'm saying I want Pep Guardiola or like more realistically Mauricio Mauricio Pochettino. I am. You know, because obviously Pochettino wins wins the Champions League with Tottenham. You got to think he might move on. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not convinced that I would say I want anyone other than Allegri. I don't know that. I, but again, I don't know. I'm not saying. Again, I'm. I'm not saying I want Allegri over them. I'm saying I don't know. I. I genuinely don't know. The case that I would make for the, for like a you can uh, say I that maybe it's got, we've gone a bit stagnated with Allegri, yeah, right? Where it's like all right, it. let, it's let's how many years change that it, he's change, there now? Change Six? it up. Change it up. Five. Uh, five, five years, six. Five, five years, yeah. If, if, five if, titles. You know, you win, you win the five titles, okay. But it's a dynasty. But, Maybe but, roll with it. You yeah, know? no, Maybe but he wants but to get it, the ten titles, it, ten sure, scudetti. But it's not, it's not, if it's not working in the Champions League, which is the ultimate goal right now, because ah. when you win eight in a row, what's yeah, the ninth? What's you know the what? tenth? You know, you know what though? You so know what? That's my that that would be my argument. You know what I'm realizing? You need to take risks if you want to be able to achieve things. You know what I'm realizing? And the Champions League, bro, is so. Random. I get that it's important to us, and I get that because we've gotten close and almost tasted it the past couple of years, it feels more realistic. It's, it's not that it's so random. It's that no, but, no, but it's, it is, be, it's, it's I, random compared to a, t- a league like the Serie A or like the Bundesliga. It's not random no, when you well, consider like uh, other listen, leagues in the world. Listen, listen. Because the, the, Al- the, competitive, Al- the competitive okay. nature of, of that tournament is obviously a okay. lot stronger. Okay, Al is not here right now. We didn't even get a chance to talk about the fact that Ajax went out last week, probably because it's not a cultural matter, but I guess, you know, Ajax being you know, being Dutch and Alib kind of being partial of them. We would have talked about it if he was here. Let's talk about that for a sec. They went on a crazy run, okay? And that game that Tottenham played against 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 Ajax is something that you would probably not see in, like, a league. It's, it's very... Maybe part of it is the whole two-legged thing and the whole away goal thing, but, like, likewise. Okay, but fine. Obviously, by the way, just commiserate, commiserations to Bench and, uh, and to Ale. Who are, R.I.P. Uh, who, yeah, big big Ajax guys. Okay, but, but um, let me do you. Like, let me let me do you one on that. I just then, say. I just could say, say. Okay, you could say that's random. It happened once, but what's not like, random is Juventus. Yeah, but what's L- not random Liverpool is Liverpool beating. Okay, beating Marseille. there's unpredictable shit that happens. Okay, but Sam, what, what hasn't so, been unpredictable is that in the last five years, Juventus have been highly disappointing in the Champions League. I don't think so. I think they you no know, going to the final twice in, and not in a winning of years, either of them. It's not highly disappointing. That's actually like it meaning, is though. It's disappointing to me as a fan, but it's not like not meeting expectations. I think that's. Anyway, I, I think it's very because you have because here's the thing you have Liverpool, Juve, Man City, PSG, Real Madrid, and Barcelona that at the start of the season would have all probably said that not winning the Champions League is a disappointment. That's fucked up. Like that's a lot of disappointment right there from a lot of teams. So I think is it that you play bad? To win. You play to win. Listen, I think I think it's easy to for, listen. If someone else were to come in and we were to God forbid lose the Serie A, okay, and not win the Scudetto, then I think. Fans may miss Allegri a little bit. Anyway, look, I, I just found the look, we, we we talked quite a bit about this whole situation. I didn't want to go too too much more into it. Let's just let's just end off by saying kudos to Roma. Uh, currently, as the table stand, they are in a good position to maybe get in the top four. Although Atalanta are still three not points in a ahead great, of them. Not in a great position though. Well, they, they are because Atalanta still have to play uh, Juve and Roma. Yeah, but how all, hard are they going to play? Right. We, the, I, I would I would almost just assume as a player. That like I would actually assume Atalanta getting a point against Juventus. So I, I mean, Inter, Inter, Inter beating uh, Kievo on the today. weekend wasn't a big shock, Hard. but I think that yeah. makes my prediction of uh, Torino and Milan being the two teams that sneak in a top four looking a little makes it a little makes it a little bit. It's a bit of a tough look right now. It's kind of a that was a bit of a wishful one. I just I sort of wanted to see it so. Uh, Tearing up, tearing up uh, Gareth Bale in the Champions League against against Real Madrid. What, what a beautiful side that would have been. But selfishly, I just hope but, that uh, Atalanta's uh, Coppa Italia match against Lazio will drain them out for the last two games. I'm just hoping it's on Wednesday, actually. So it's the final. I know we didn't really talk about it, but we have we haven't at all. And then you know they were another team that I want to talk about. <laughs> That's talking Coppa Italia. <laughs> well, I mean, so Atalanta Atalanta did also play this weekend, of course, and uh, I, I want to give you know we we should give a little kudos to them because. They've been on a tremendous run of form, and they're currently in fourth place with a full. A f- they're a full win. They're they a control full their own destiny. Con- yeah, they're a full three points ahead of uh, Milan and Roma. So I do believe though that Milan holds the tiebreaker over Atalanta. So if it were to be tied, then uh, Atalanta would get bounced out. So, um, which look, is interesting. Look, 
you you mentioned you mentioned uh, you mentioned the Coppa Italia. Why don't we get to it real quick? What do we what yeah. do we expect? What do we Quickly. expect? What, what, what do we expect from the game? We'll look back on it next week. But you know what? I don't know. I really don't know because Lazio uh, Lazio's uh, run has been quite impressive. But we can't be saying the same in, in the league. They're in what place? I'm seventh, eighth, uh, and uh, seventh. Seventh. No, they're, right? I think they're in. I think they're in. Uh, they're in eighth. They're, 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 eighth. they're, they're, they're in eighth. eighth. They're in eighth. They're in eighth. They're in eighth below Torino. Yes. So they're like the last part of the top of the table that's separated from the rest because uh, I believe Sampdoria ninth is like nine points off which they've fallen out hard right they were in the top five six at one point they were they were yeah but uh yeah it's a it's a tale of uh upward form against downward form but Lazio in the cup has been playing well so Atalanta's also been scoring a lot of goals so I don't know this one could really go either way I don't know uh protagonist from the game for me is obviously going to be Duván Zapata uh, second in the table in, uh, in goal scoring right now. Can you imagine that if he were more consistent at the start of the year, how many goals he'd have right now? Obviously, Quagliarella, shout out to him. He got another one this weekend. Big, 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 big hero who's probably going to get Capo Canoniere now at age 36, which is absolute madness. Zapata's for sure transferring but, to like West Ham next. Are they staying up, West Ham? They are, yeah, very or much. Or they'll so. go to a promoted they're, they're, club. They're, they're like top half. Who got promoted? Uh... I don't think. Do do we know who got promoted? Has anyone got an automatic promotion? No, probably not. Because there's like 48 games. I have no fucking. I have no fucking clue. I, don't I could see. Him I don't going know. Like a, I don't know what's going on in the championship right now. I could see him at Aston Villa. That'd be fun. Yeah, if they move up. Uh, I have a prediction. Uh, Inzaghi's gonna get tossed from the sideline in the game, in like the 80th minute. Why? Because what, he what's gonna bitches, be the catalyst? I don't know, but he just bitches like a motherfucker all the time and gets tossed. So I could see Atalanta winning one nothing like a very scrappy game in the 80th minute. Well, one or thing, it could be one like thing, two one, and he gets sent off. One thing you can't ignore uh, is the, and I can I can attest to this because I was at a cup final um, almost two years ago now for the 2017 Supercoppa between Juve and Lazio, which was in the Olimpico, right? So this is going to be a cup final held in Rome at Lazio's home stadium. So there's going to be a big contingent of Atalanta so fans there. So unfair. So unfair. No. Do they give t- how's no, no, the no. ticket allocation? So so it's about it's about half half. Okay. But it does sway more Lazio than than Obviously. than than Juve or than than Atalanta. But it's it's about it's almost half half. Okay. Like 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 what they do in the Coppa is they actually have an entire they have like an entire curva for one side and an entire curva for the other and then parts of the tribuna are reserved for either section as well. That I'm not sure if there's, it's not like the general Baku, seating is sort of. It's not like Baku in the Europa League, where only uh, twelve thousand seats out of like seventy thousand are you, allocated. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah, and and zero and zero zero seats to Armenians, including Henrik Mikitaria and a player for Arsenal on the field. Not going to be able to play. Nuts. Shouldn't really. Yeah. Is there any when when uh, violence is involved? Maybe we shouldn't be jo- political violence. Maybe we shouldn't be joking. Is about. there any? Is there? Yeah, but maybe UEFA shouldn't be. Maybe maybe UEFA shouldn't be awarding the fucking tournament to. Or the, that's the tournament a, that's final a problem to, to in Baku, itself, right? Azerbaijan. But is there any a governing body in football that does a good job? Like I, this is actually a serious question. Concacaf, UEFA fucked up. Concacaf, FIFA. Actually, I'm pretty sure no. Concacaf Conca- is one of the I most. Was, I was about to say. I was about to say Jack Con- Warner. Concacaf. I was about to bring up Jack Warner at Concacaf. Who, if you haven't seen John He's, Oliver's yeah, the most, bid on him yeah, a couple yeah, years ago, yeah, yeah. I don't like John Oliver. I find he strawmans the hell out of people. But Come at me if you don't like him. But that was though. one of the yeah, best. That was funny. That was one of the best things I've seen on the internet. Was it, in the wasn't, past it, five years. wasn't his response to John Oliver with like epic music in the background? And he called he called him he called him uh he called him a clown or whatever or something of that effect. And he goes, uh like he he go he goes I'm literally a comedian. Like yes, thank you. I am a clown. I I just butchered it. I think he 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 called he called him like a bumbling buffoon or something. And he goes that's basically my business card. And um, anyway, I think uh, you know what Jack, Jack you, know what I, ja, you know what Jack Warner's response video was. It was called it was called Jack Warner. The gloves are off. So <laughs> so John Oliver retorted to him and said, "John Oliver, the mittens of disapproval are on." And he goes, "Jack Warner, I see your." He he goes, "I see your dramatic music, and I raise you fire." And he had like fu- he had like pyro- he had like pyrotechnics on on the side of his uh, on either side of him in his in his studio. That was unreal. Yeah, little, little closing. Little then, we, closing. then we have the FIGC wait, 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 fucking yeah. sending down Palermo to Serie C because of the idiocy of a fucking guy who should have been banned from owning a football club ten years ago. I rest my case. Okay. Last little thing here. I want to finish with this. <laughs> now that we're on Concacaf, I don't know how we got here. Okay. Do you remember who Chuck Blazer was? 
Chuck Glazer? No, Chuck Blazer. He no. was on like the FIFA executive committee for CONCACAF oh, or whatever. Is he the guy that owned like 69 Google cats? Google I don't know if he owned 69 he's cats. The real life, he's very like, random he's like the real life Santa Claus, right? Yeah, he literally yes. looks like... And he had, uh, he had an apartment in like downtown Manhattan for yeah, just yeah. his cats. That's what he it was. He literally looks like Santa Claus. He's dead now. Rest in peace. I oh, think. yeah, he is. You're I right. think. Yeah, touch San Gennaro. Respect the dead. Yeah, there we go. Lucifer smiling right now. Even though, even though the the guy got a lifetime ban from FIFA, two million dollar criminal penalty. Probably doesn't even uh, know. What, probably doesn't even know what offside ta- is. Tax evasion, money laundering, racketeering, wire fraud. Oh, baby. Um, racketeering. They came at him with the Rico. That's a bad. That's a bad one. That's one and, that you never uh, want to come. Out. Failed. Bi- I don't know. Some kind of. Uh, oh, for South Africa, 2010, he was a part of the scheme or whatever that happened okay, to okay. get it. But yeah. That's I didn't. Right. I didn't realize. I forgot there was. There were so many schemes. What with Russia and Qatar being contentious as well. Right. I totally. I forgot. I forgot that South Africa was a yeah. contentious one as well. Um, last couple of kind of uh, quick time, ta- like kind of quick fire, uh, Stronzi and heroes. I have. I don't know if you had either of these as well. Uh, Mourinho, Stronzo for me. Uh, apparently offered his services to Juve. Obviously, Jorge. I think George Mendes is his uh, agent, yeah, if is. I'm not mistaken. He is, he is. And he has gr- he has a great relationship with Juve at the moment, right? You know, with the Ronaldo deal and the Cancelo deal happening, and um, allegedly there are other kind of deals that are at least uh, there have been a lot of. I, I know there have been a couple of sort of reported Juve transfer targets that the media has at least kind of promulgated the story of because of the fact that George Mendes was their agent. But yeah, no, did not help. Jo- did not help Jose Mourinho one bit. He apparently offered his services to Juve, and they were like, "Yeah, nah, no thanks, buddy." That's like we'll a football pass. manager when you get fired and you offer yourself, and they laugh. They literally it's laugh literally, at you. It's literally what happens. They're like, "Yeah, go back to being in sports, you clown. You fucking yeah. put it. You put put your you cupped your you cupped your hand to your you cupped your hand to your ear at the J Stadium this year. Yeah, suck a cock." Um, so he's a Stronzo. I also can't. I couldn't mention, or I couldn't not mention. Sorry. Um. And Nick, I'm surprised you didn't bring this one up. He's one of your favorite Stronzi of all time. It's Mino Raiola. Oh yes, getting yes. speaking of lifetime bans and whoa, and, whoa, whoa. and just just bans and just bans in general. <laughs> yeah, just ban ban talk. Uh, he's, he's, he's gone for the whole summer transfer with. Oh them. baby, man, he's he's banned. I think was it three months three by or FIFA. Four. Yeah, three or four. So here's the thing: the FIGC actually banned him first, I think. Yeah, and then FIFA basically like upheld, expand, expanded it to a worldwide ban, which is nuts because obviously ban. his clientele include. Pogba. Uh, Pogba, Lukaku, Balotelli. Who are all amid Don, transfer rumors. Donnarumma. Uh, who, who, el- who else? There are a few there. You know, I was reading I was reading a list of some of his clients, and I, I was surprised that a lot of them are still still with him. But there were some that I'd forgotten, some that I didn't even know. I think Zaniolo may even be his client as well. Or I- No, I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. He wanted to sign Zaniolo, and uh, Zaniolo's dad told him to fuck off. Who else Good man. Who Good else man. does he? Who else does he represent here? No, but do we know what he got? What, what, what that's what for? I was like, gonna. That's what I was gonna. That's I, what I, didn't I was gonna see ask what you. it was for. I believe he's Verratti's agent too. He is Verratti's agent. That much um, I know. Here I have a list here: uh, Matuidi, Manolas, Mkhitaryan, uh, Balotelli, Kluivert, Bonaventura, oh, Keane. Oh wow! Right, I forgot about Keane. But he anyway, basically he's so he's without a license right now, and he cannot he cannot do his thing. He um, is appealing the decision. But I'm sure he'll re- work his way around it. it. Remi- yeah, like, but just on principle, it's just a bad look. Oh, that's the big one. The leaked is also represented by him because, of course, Ooh. he has Dutch ties. He was uh, he's born in he was born in um, he was born he was born near Napoli, but he moved to uh, to Holland as a kid, so he's like Dutch Italian. So he has connections there. That's a big one, right? Because obviously, a lot of teams have been circling around Matias the Leap for a while. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It'll be interesting to see how it affects his business. You know, if Delete really wants to leave, maybe Delete will just say, like, fuck you, Mino. I'll just get, you know, I'll go to George Mendes or I'll go to someone else. I don't know. I don't, I don't really give a shit. So it could be bad for his business. So whatever happens, it's just a bad look for him. And he's a stronzo at the moment. I think Insigne is also one of his clients as well. Another one who was rumored to um, be... I don't think Insigne will be going anywhere. But anyway, he was, he was rumored to be going to, uh, like, like, Liverpool or... Uh, I think he was Liverpool. So mm-hmm. just uh, just a bad look on me, you know. Um, okay, last last thing here, last last thing. I actually have one more that'll okay, be quick, go. so I'll let you go. I'll let you get to yours. Unless no, you, I'll go last. Yours it's not is, culture okay. related. Okay, it's, uh, okay, it's, it's a concluding one. Yeah. My last Stronzo, my last shout out is um, a lot of Stronzi this week. Is uh, Byron Moreno. Now, <laughs> you actually know who this is, Nick. Nick, you know who this is. You're looking at me like, who the fuck is that guy? You're looking at me like the Conor McGregor meme right now. Like, who the fuck is that guy? Mm-hmm. But you know who this is. 
You don't know it, but you do. And most people who have been following Liazzurri for a very long time I, I know, know who I know, Byron Moreno I know, is. I know who it is. I just looked. Okay. Byron Moreno is the fucking guy. Byron spelt with a Y. I, the Latinos love that. A lot of them love like these really anglicized names. Anyway, he was the Ecuadorian ref. I think he's from Ecuador, yep, right? Yep. He was the ref that officiated the South Korea, shambolic Italy uh, South Korea-Italy game in 2002 mm-hmm. in the World Cup. He also, I, did he also ref the uh, Spain-South Korea game, or am I dreaming? Um, I'm not. I can't not, confirm. All that. I know is he refed. He refed the. Uh, he refed the. He refed the Italy game against South Korea. It was one of the worst, worst officiated games I've seen in any sport of all time. He's also a convicted I, drug smuggler. So yeah, and it was so funny because I think he got. I think he got. I think he got like convicted of smuggling drugs up yeah. his ass. Like, At an airport. A couple of years later, which, cuffs, which just yeah. which is just hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was public. He was public enemy number one in Italy for a couple of years, and he came out this week and said, uh, I think he called Giovanni Trapattoni, who was the coach of the Azzurri at the time, like a coward. And Trapattoni came out and tweeted at him and basically told him, like you know, just, just kind of with the with all the elegance that you can like you can expect of an old man, he came out and said, "I'm a coward." He goes, "Caro Byron, dear Byron, I see that all the years in prison haven't transmitted to you." A minimal amount of humility, or something like that. Amazing. And then somebody, uh, somebody, uh, just uh, shout out to uh, the legend underneath him on Twitter who uh, who said, "Mister, you forgot to finish. I f- I fi- I dimenticato di chiudere with the gif. So like you forgot, you forgot, you forgot, you forgot to like mic, you forgot to mic drop. Um, and it's just this. It's just a picture, a picture of Trapattoni in his uh, Bayern Munich press conference yelling, "Stones." <laughs> um. So. Amazing. Yeah, By- Byron Moreno out of out of prison. Uh, good for you, buddy. Glad to see uh, glad to see you're a changed man. Fuck you. Um, he'll, if get they're, if they're, if they're, he'll, he'll get whacked for sure. Uh, or something. Yeah, I mean, if there are, I think I think if anyone's getting whacked, it's probably Zamparini. That was my immediate. That was my immediate <laughs> thought when I thought when I heard that Palermo were getting relegated. <laughs> but no, be. Byron Moreno. Good to see the prison has not reformed you and fuck off, buddy. Uh, if there are football gods out there, you are part of the reason why we won the World Cup. So. Um, you know, good, good. Uh, th- thanks, thanks for that. But uh, yeah, suck a fat one, big guy. Oh, also before before you finish off, I know we've we said last note here, but we said last note a couple times here. But th- there's this one thing that I couldn't let go on another week. So you know, Dragovsky, we've been joking about him being number sixty nine, Nick, right? Yeah. So, would you believe it if I told you he was number sixty nine at Fiorentina, and at his prior club in Poland? He was number sixty nine. No way! I swear it up? to God, I swear to God, I came across it by accident. I was going on the, I was googling pictures of him so I could put it out on Instagram, um, so I could kind of just link it to a meme. Like I was creating a meme that we could link back to our talk about him last week. He's been sixty nine at every professional club that he's been at. I don't know if he's a legend or a fucking loser. So. Uh, I guess, I guess maybe, maybe it's I both. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if maybe it was like, maybe, maybe it's a wager he has with his boys. Anyway, he's, he's been 69 forever. Just sort of amazing. wanted to follow up on last week's episode. Uh, you had one last okay. thing you wanted yeah, to get yeah, to. Yeah, last thing and we'll get out of here. Um, Premier League related, uh, Newcastle. So uh, hilarious uh, article that's been making its rounds over the internet. Um, Mike Ashley, who is the owner of Newcastle, apparently in November. One of the worst guys. Yeah, he's ever he's known cunt. No just, just just ask the true Jordy. Hey, Mike Ashley, you fucking cunt. Come here, mate. So apparently in November when Newcastle wasn't doing too well, they were close to the relegation zone, I believe. Uh, there was a, a pizza meeting. That's what it was uh, being described as. Um, and he uh, he basically told his team that if they avoided relegation uh, by the end of the year, that he would take them all to Las Vegas. And Newcastle finished in 13th. So uh, apparently, right after uh, the game against Fulham, I believe it finished four uh, nil. Players were packed and ready to go to like Vegas from the stadium, like because he promised them like they would be <laughs> they would go right from there. But uh, here I'll read right from the article. But wait, owner, wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Before you even read it, I think I could. Can I summarize it no, in wait. word? Is so, it, so, but owner actually, I, I, th- I think I think I know what he said. I think. Wait, wait. He he basically goes, yeah, sunk <laughs> there. Basically, that, so. I mean, is, is, is that is that, that but owner close? Ashley, the 54 year old, entered the Craven Cottage dressing room in Fulham and is said to have told his players who finished the season in 13th there will be no vacation. Shocking, what a cunt! You know, um, what a cunt, Jen. Yeah, so just uh, maybe, uh, 
Maybe maybe um, maybe don't make promises. Like like maybe Gennaro Gattuso before you fuck off to Newcastle, as was reported last week, which would be just one of the like it's although although selfishly I want it to happen, happen. and although a lot of Milan fans probably want it to happen, like I you know I I know Gennaro probably will listen to this, but um, yeah, just 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 don't do it, buddy. Don't go work for that man. He's a piece of shit. Oh, can you imagine how funny that be though? Oh my God, Gattuso in Newcastle. It's not happening. It's too bad because it's it's like low hanging fruit. Like that would just be a segment in and of itself next week, uh, next year. Sorry, that'd be unreal. Um, so um, all right. So Ale is back next week. Hopefully, he can have some interesting accounts of shit that went on in uh, in Lecce. Um, so till then, listeners, thanks for listening to this fifty first episode. You can get at us on Instagram at Cultural Podcast, and you could also get at us on Twitter at that same handle at Cultural Podcast. Gentiletti. Thanks for hosting me in uh, your studio tonight. We we changed it up a little bit. I came back here. It OG like, ways. It feels like it feels like old times coming back here to record an episode. So good to be back. Um, yeah. So many more listeners. Ciao. Ciao. Fumando te grammi d'erbe per non staccare te testo Ogni volta che guadagno un hater ci guadagno un euro O non mi frega un cazzo mi manderete all'aneuro Oddio quando ti ho visto